Boys and girls, welcome to the third episode of Room 2250. I'm your host, Hayden Dudim, along with my co-host, Christopher McCarricker. Chris, on the first episode, we had around like roughly, you know, like 1,300 listens. And uh, so now we have expectations for the show. Yeah, we do. So this time, not, we have not one, but two phenomenal guests. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, please welcome CS rep to UTSU, Lisa Go. And CSSU Vice President Cheryl Lau. Woohoo! <laughs> so, ladies, how are you today? Great, good. Yeah. Good? Uh, Chris. Good. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Chris, how are you? Uh, I'm honestly a little bit upset today. <laughs> Why are you upset? Just, just for a little background, I was trying to talk to Hater. Hater and I are good friends uh, about the news this week. And he informed me that for the sake of the news segment of our podcast, he wants all my reactions to the news to be genuine. So he said he has now barred me from reading the news. Wow. Okay, so the reason we're doing this is because multiple people came up and, you know, they're like, we like the podcast. But, like, they specifically said, we like the news. Like, they're like, we actually skip a lot of the other things. And I'm like, okay, yeah. that's like, I mean, it's whatever you want. We're like, the news, that's a good stuff. Keep it up because nobody likes to read the varsity. So <laughs> it was like, I mean, like, I guess. But uh, yeah, because before this conversation, I went on the, the varsity website, and I mean, no hate, but I was just kind of going through it, and just like, I don't care about this article, <laughs> I don't care about this article. No, it's nothing like that. But anyways, uh, Lisa and Cheryl. So for those of you who don't know, who are you, and what do you do? Um, well, I'm Cheryl. Uh, I'm VP of the CSSU. I'm third year studying computer science. Um, that's about it. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm Lisa, um, and I'm a CS specialist. Just made it into the post, which is, I'm, I'm happy about that. It's good. Yeah, um, and I'm the CS director. So there's a board of directors, for those of you that don't know, on the UTSU, and I represent the CS department on it. Okay, yeah. so on that note, we're going to go to housekeeping, and I know you wanted to make some announcements. Yeah. Yeah, just some stuff about like the UTSU and their services because I don't think that a lot of people know about them. Did you guys know that there's um, like three cent printing at the UTSU? CS kits, you guys have like a printing quota, yeah, which is pretty cool. But like, but black and white. I don't know if you guys are printing color for three cents. Good question. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. We have to, we have to investigate. But we have to investigate. If you go to Robarts, it's fifteen cents. Fifteen. Ooh, that's five times. Yeah, it's five. Uh, Rotman has no printing quotas, even though we have to print a lot of things. But yeah, which is very unfortunate. I don't know why CS kids who literally are five hundred pages. <laughs> you get five hundred pages. Like I'm Every, like everything's online, but five hundred pages. Yeah, no, it's. Yeah. Uh, did you have any? Uh, yeah, a couple more things. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of services that people don't know about. There's also like discounted movie tickets for Ripley's Aquarium and Medieval Times. I think hold, that's a... Hold up. Yeah. Movie tickets. Because mm-hmm. I need to go watch Kingsman. How much are movie tickets at UTS? I think it's like around half off. It's about half off. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, so we'll, I'll confirm that two weeks from now. When we so tune into the next episode. Yeah. Uh, what else is up with the UTSU? Uh, on October twenty fifth, which is in a month, the TTC will be at Hart House to take student ID photos for TTC. So if you don't have one, you should get one. I should. Yeah, you yeah. save a lot of money. Money doing it. Yeah. Do you, I don't take the TTC too often, but is it like? I mean, I guess, I'm assuming if you're taking like a daily commuter, it's definitely worth it's, it. It's definitely. noticeable. Wait, no, it's like. 
they're taking like the the, pho photo the ID card, photo. Right? Yeah, yeah, they, they actually you, you yeah, checked for yeah. me. It's kind of crazy. You don't get fined. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, we'll let you off easy. We won't charge you two hundred dollars. And actually, yeah, that happened on on the. I was on the taking the streetcar today, I, and someone yeah. was just like, oh man, I have my car, I just don't have it on me. And just, one know. of my one of my friends got booked for not paying for the go. It's a two hundred fifty dollar court fine. So you have to like you have to pay it because when you try to go renew your driver's license or like health card, you be like, you can't get this unless you pay your fine. Yeah. So it's a pretty big deal. Your friend went to court. You have. To, that's where you have to go to pay it. They were, she went to go and fight it. Actually, I should say. Right. Uh, but lost. I mean, the guy showed up, which is pretty surprising. Because for so those of you who don't know, when you when you go to fight a fine in court, the person who is uh, who issued the fine has to be there. Hmm. At least for speeding tickets. Yeah, hundred percent. I cannot. I'm not 50, like I'm fifty percent sure about the other things. Yeah. But uh, for speeding tickets, that's definitely the case. Um, any other? Uh, yeah. So AGM. Uh, annual general meeting for the UTSU. All members of the UTSU can attend, including us undergraduates. So it's uh, they have like they vote on issues, uh, and you can attend and to vote. Chris, didn't you go to one of these? No. Okay. No. <laughs> I thought I know somebody told me to come once. I just didn't go. But apparently it's a lot of fun. Jake. 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 They and they get pizza. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I heard sometimes they it gets it gets rowdy. It gets rowdy. They got pizza that year at least. I forgot what it was okay. for. It's some big deal. But, uh, yeah. Uh, anything else, Lisa? Uh, that's mostly it. Yeah. The AGM, they're discussing constitutional changes uh, since last year and the general equity director reform and the merging of the VP external and VP universe, university affairs into VP advocacy. So that was the whole Maria, uh, the, the scandal with the firing of Maria. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so some big, that. big things happening. So but on those big things, we have uh, CSSU's very own uh, announcement to make. Next Thursday is pancake morning. Yeah! Woo! Which means, uh, I mean, between, what is it? 9 no, and 11. Okay. Between, from, from, nine, time, yeah. from 9 to 11, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so next Thursday, from 9 to 11, we have pancake morning. Um, Wait, you said this is this is supposed to be a regular thing from now on. For yeah, so from now on it's gonna be like every, it's gonna be a by. Chris, what is it? By I, I don't remember. Every, Just, once every two weeks. There you go. It's gonna happen every two weeks. We're gonna have uh, pancakes. Uh, so I guess that would be bi-weekly. It's bi-weekly or bi-monthly. No, not this again. It's <laughs> <laughs> a recurring thing. Listen, it's a, it's a serious topic. Uh, but no, we'll be having pancakes, uh, and then staff. There'll be staff around as well. We're gonna have some uh, games if you want. To play poker in the morning, you can do that as well. We're gonna have pokers, yeah, poker table set up. But uh, one other uh, housekeeping announcement before we get into the news, which is I want to make a me and Chris would like to make a personal shout out to the user on Reddit who posted our uh, podcast there. Yeah, we got a lot of uh, a lot of listeners out of it. We've got a lot of traction. Uh, I'm, I feel stupid that I didn't do it myself, but yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, we're gonna start doing. We're gonna have to start doing that ourselves. But uh, thank you very much for that. But for now, we're gonna do apparently the most, the favorite part about this podcast, the the news. The news. So first bit of news is obviously out of the, the varsity. So, uh, University of Toronto is uh, set to ban smoking on campus, which uh, so McMaster recently did this in January this year, 2017, and that means everything that is U of T property, you can no longer smoke on, which uh, 
doesn't include St. George Street, but it does include all of King Circle. So yeah. in front of like a convocation hall, you know. So so you can still smoke while walking to class on St. George. Uh, yes, because that's public. That's those right, public roads. Right, that makes sense. So, uh, how do you feel about this, Chris? See, we were talking about this actually earlier this week, and uh, I guess we disagreed on if this is a good thing or not. But you know, I I, I think given given where we you know kind of gone in society and you know how much smoking has decreased, it seems usually this kind of level of prohibition doesn't work, but it seems to work all the smoking. So I'm for it. What do you girls think? I mean, honestly, it'd be great if I wasn't walking behind people smoking all the time between classes. But I mean, that does seem kind of extreme. I don't know. Lisa? I'm for it. I don't have like a huge opinion. I don't find, I kind of just hold my breath if there's a lot of smoke, I don't know. I'll be honest though, I, I, I guess I grew up in a, in a smoking household. I don't think cigarettes smell that bad. Okay, my... Yeah, it's not the worst. It's definitely, like... So, I'm, I should come out clean. I'm a... I'm, like, I would say I'm an ex-smoker, but, like, I quit smoking, like, maybe a month and a half you're, ago. You're an ex-smoker that, you know, smokes a pack every now and then. That's... The, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I smoke a cigarette every now and then. So, I'm not a big fan of this, like, rule. I'm just, like... Right. Like, what's next? You'd be like, well, no longer allowed to have McDonald's on campus because it's bad for you. I mean, like, I doubt that'll happen. Like, that's what I'm saying. saying. I'm, I'm is, not impressed. The thing is, like, this whole secondhand smoke issue, I guess, right? That's It'll affect other people. Like, if you eat McDonald's, you're not going to, like, affect other people's intestines. Or, so like, does, <laughs> don't, doesn't, like, alcohol also have, like, a negative externality to other people when people drink it? Like not physically though. Like you're not. What do you mean? You're not, you're not gonna get. You're not gonna get secondhand like. No, 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 no. Like, when you have somebody, <laughs> when you have somebody like uh, suppose they're like uh, drinking in your dorm room, and aren't they obviously they're gonna become like and obnoxious and loud? And like no, that's what I'm saying. But I'm just like saying like they are like ex- externalities to like. Sure, but sure, like, but this is like a strictly health health benefit. Like I think it's lame, dude. I'm not impressed. Oh. Like I mean, maybe I'm biased, but. Still. Well, I guess we're all biased. You're either a smoker or you're not a smoker. So. Nonetheless, there's one more bit of news from the varsity. Uh, TAs are protesting. So I don't know if you guys remember. Were you guys in first year? Oh, no. That was the year before we came. So oh, no, okay. yeah. so this is a while ago. Yeah. Okay, so me and Chris remember this. Good year. <laughs> Good year. So uh, TAs were protesting in, uh, I guess that that's so you guys are third year, so this must be 2014. Uh, in 2014 or 2015? 2015. 2015. TAs were protesting against, you know, like their pay. And there was a huge strike where we just didn't have tutorials. Yeah. What that meant was on, after our courses were done, you could credit, no credit, even compulsory courses. No, sorry. Not, yeah. We, we could credit, no credit, even compulsory courses and they wouldn't show up on our GPA. So that wow. was, that was one thing we had. So I remember that was like a pretty good I year. Remember, I remember some of our, some of my friends would ask me, oh, should I, cre- should I credit no credit this important course for my major? Like, will it look bad if, like, companies are asking about it? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, maybe don't credit no credit it, but probably no one cares. Like, I don't think anybody cares, but... That's that was, that was awesome. Like, you just... That was, like, the one time you could actually skip your exams. Like, it was a pretty good year. Wait, was that just, like, no a year exams? of 4.0s for everyone? Well, like... It was, a, it was a year of just no grade. Like, not as wow. yeah. okay. so, like so, so, suppose, like, you had, like, five courses, and one of them you were getting an A in, and then, like... Two of them you were like doing okay, but then two of them you were doing poorly. You credit no credit them, even if they're compulsory. Yeah. I had a friend wow. who literally skipped out on a compulsory course exam because he already had the passing mark. And you then you're just fine with your. Credit your no credit. Yeah. yeah. You're wow. fine. 
So we'll see if that ends. I don't think it'll turn it that bad, but well, you know, here's here's hoping. You know, here's hoping. <laughs> everyone, everyone support the TAs for the next little while at least. Uh, the it happened. I think they're set for the renegotiation in January, so it's gonna be yeah. the same time it happened last time, because that's when it started. But that's all from the varsity. Uh, so we're gonna go from news from the BBC now. So first bit of news is uh, in June 2018, in a turn of events, I. Didn't think what happened in my lifetime. Women can drive in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Yes. Yay. Which is... Yeah. You, you know what I found out about this too, actually? Sorry, I also did read the news about this part too. Um, it's a misconception apparently in Saudi Arabia. People think that like, oh, like women can't drive, so they can't do anything. Apparently like you can be like a pilot even if you're a woman, but you couldn't, you couldn't drive a car before. Yeah, no, it's weird. The, well, let's ask you because you're from Saudi. I'm, I'm close. I'm Wait. from Dubai, next oh, door neighbor. Okay. You're allowed to drive in Dubai. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but no, in Saudi Arabia, like I visited Saudi Arabia, um, but it's like I there's no real reason to. The only reason they had was literally because that was the yeah. reason. They had no reason when they asked once, like, why don't you allow female women to drive? The one of the like ministers was like, because Saudi men aren't ready for it. Which is basically what does that even mean? Like, <laughs> like you know, like sitting there like, what is this thing? Like it means that you just don't want to. And uh, so, I don't feel and, like it. no, exactly. Yeah. I just don't like it. So I, they had no real reason to, but they. The thing is that there was, it wasn't that women couldn't get anywhere because labor is dirt cheap there, right? So you have drivers. Yeah. And uh, so there are still that you know like I knew like a bunch of people you know who would just have lots of drivers. And to be fair, drivers in that part of the world is common. Period. It's not just like uh, you could. A lot of people in Dubai don't drive because they just don't. They like it, you know, when they can have somebody else drive for them. But uh, yeah, I didn't think it was gonna change. But I'm glad. Yeah, baby I steps. I didn't even hear the any background to this. It just kind of happened, at least in terms of how the news was kind of presenting it. Yeah, it just happened. Uh, I mean, I guess like the old king died a few years ago. Right. So new king. But nonetheless, I think everybody's kind of happy. Yeah. Uh, second bit of news, Twitter, is. Uh, has doubled their character limit to 280 and they're testing this so a few select people who I guess tweet a lot have had their Twitter <laughs> account double from 140 to 280 there you go you just solved oh. Twitter's issues obviously yeah now there's, <laughs> there's no other problems there <laughs> so, suddenly so, suddenly Twitter can uh, can finally make some money now they're profitable yeah that, uh, that was it they were they were 10 characters away and they've, they've <laughs> finally passed that threshold do you guys use Twitter I don't. I actually don't. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I, it, like, I'm like, I like, do you guys even go on Twitter? Rarely, no. <laughs> I sometimes do for drama. For like, you know, you know Donald Trump drama. Uh, yeah, you just see random like sports drama and stuff. You it's see fun it live for happening. Like. Yeah, and just pe people, I think sometimes people are more, more candid. They'll say stupid stuff on there. I, the thing, yeah, the, that's true. Like I go to Twitter, I think honestly it's not a bad place to get information from in terms of if you're like looking at what's happening in the world yeah because you can just easily scroll through and it's short like 140 characters works for it but at the same time i'm like somebody would just tell me yeah like at this point i'm like i don't really need twitter well so you need you need that one person though reading twitter so they can tell you that that i wonder who that person is in my life actually <laughs> who reads twitter mm -hmm. it's probably my mom uh your twitter is going down actually it's, yeah it's been for a while yeah, yeah. yeah no, they're not profitable um we should do a segment about this, well, because yeah. uh, a segment about targeted ads, because Twitter doesn't do target or didn't do targeted ads. 
which means that they don't follow, they don't like uh, gather your information and they don't target ads towards you, which is why a lot of these companies aren't profitable. Whereas Google and Facebook did do targeted ads. Yeah. But that's for a different, different day. Uh, next bit of news. Uh, this, so this, I don't know how I feel, felt about this, but there's this app that started in Liverpool. It's called Kolu. And it's an app that's, uh, that allows local currency for a city. Now, if you're thinking what this means, so suppose Toronto, this was in Toronto, you would have Toronto dollars that can only be used in the city that's of Toronto. A, that's a terrible idea. I, I remember, <laughs> I've read that, I must have been 40 or 50 years ago, there was like a company who was like, basically they, 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 they employed the, an entire town. Maybe, maybe this was a fictional story, but I'm pretty sure it's a real story. And since this company had full power, it was like, it was like, I don't know, I could grow up to a store or something, I can't remember. They basically stopped like paying people in actual money. They paid them in money that made them depend on that company. They paid them on Canadian tire bucks. Basically. And then it's like, that's, I don't know, I think that's a horrible idea. Cause then you're, you're suddenly, oh, I can only use money in Toronto. That, yeah, that's the thing is they want it so people only buy from like urban, like, you know, like, you go and buy from like a clubhouse that, that instead of going to pizza. That pizza. should be up to me though. That is true. That, that's what I didn't, I wasn't a big fan of that either. I don't know how it feels. It feels like any thoughts. Like I, I, I can see the value in it, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think that's, I think a person's money should be obviously just to, to some extent, you know, up to them, how they want to spend it. Wait, what do you mean? You can only buy from Pizza Pizza or... So, like, Pizza Pizza is, like, a big corporation, right? Uh-huh. So, if you had this currency in Toronto and you went to some... You could only use that currency for only. something like Clubhouse because the money will no longer go to... The Pizza Pizza can buy it, but the money can only be circulated within Toronto. So, it won't go to, like, their shareholders or their corp, like big corporation. They only go to pay the people who are living in Toronto. That's the only thing the money can be used for. So it's just to get people to buy local. Yes. Oh. Which it sounds is, like you get uh, really complicated. Yeah. Also, like, no company would agree to that. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody like. I mean, it's it, like. It's not gonna catch on. It's ideal. It's wishful thinking. Is what I really like to call that's it. That's yeah, and yeah, that's a good way to put it. So has it took off in Liverpool? So far, yeah. Like uh, apparently, like people are using it, but. I mean, I don't, I've never been to Liverpool. What are you going to do? It's either like, I guess it's like either use it or you just don't have any money, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really a choice. I mean, but the funny thing is too, so to get, to get this currency, you have to buy it in real dollars. Oh. So the company that <laughs> so, issues it, it's like... So it's worse than Canadian Tire Money. Yes, because Canadian Tire Money is free. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, I can just go to a local fight. I don't need to pay a company so I can pay, I don't know. Exactly. No, it, to me, it's like kind of weird. But, uh, so the final bit of news is uh, is from GoPro. Okay. So GoPro is launching a 360-degree camera called the Fusion. And uh, I didn't know GoPro did so many weird things. Did you guys know they have a drone that follows you around? I had no idea. What? I, I also no. just thought they strapped GoPros to like drones that were already made by different companies. No, no, they have their what? own drone that you had. They recently, so this is a different piece of news, but from GoPro. They have, like they just added this function on their drone that it will follow you around, and I think that's one of, that's cool. That's like that super. That is cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if I'm like like I mean I guess I don't do any extreme sports, but if I was to pick yeah. up an extreme sport, I would love to have that drone following me around. That's it's a very it's a very niche audience and uh, they're targeting. But people. they're huge. Like they're such a big company now. Well, I know GoPro is yeah. Are you, are you, it's, you know why? Drones? It's because it's it's their marketing too. Like they know. Like if you ever watch all these cool videos, like there's it always says like on a GoPro or something. Yeah. You know? 
I mean, I guess like if you like gonna buy a motorcycle, if you're gonna drive fast cars, then it's kind of cool to have a GoPro. But like, yeah. At the same time, I think it's definitely changed the way people have started recording things. But this 360 camera, I mean, I don't know how many times I've wanted to see a video in 360. I'm like, no, can you just give me my it seems, normal? Yeah, aspect? it seems like an app, like a like a hassle, you know. How do guys good? Like the nice thing about you know these traditional television is you you just kind of stare at it, like your your body gets to basically shut down. That that is true. Yeah. I, like, it's hands off, but a three D three D video by nature it's it's forces interaction and kind of one of the nice things yeah. about TV is you know you don't have to interact with it. It's, it's kind, kind of, of ironic, like, yeah. Because like the GoPro, that's it's kind of like a hands off GoPro, the drone that follows you around, and then the user has to yeah it's hands on. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I thought it was interesting. We should have a GoPro inside the CSSU. I mean, I don't, I don't know what you're doing. 360, you know, you just, follow, just follow where the treasure's going. Where's the money going, bud? No. You know, you know that's, how, that's how Twitch started, actually. Are you serious? It started with something called, uh, I think it was called Justin TV. And what Justin TV was, it was originally, the guy, he was the CEO of, CEO of Twitch. I don't think he is anymore. He literally, for 24-7, he had a stream of his whole life, and you could watch him. And it oh, was my like, God. It was like, like the Truman it, it, Show? Kind of, yeah. But he, it was his idea. Yeah. So it was kind of um, like yeah, an internet the Truman Show. But it was like an internet... <laughs> well, sort of. Well, he was aware of it in the movie. But anyway, it was, uh, it was kind of an internet sensation at the time. Wait, wait, wait. What about when he goes to the bathroom? Like, I, I don't remember. I think, <laughs> he, I think he put like a sheet or... <laughs> Lisa's interested. I think he put like a sheet or something. I remember reading that. So you literally... You couldn't see him shower, for example. Okay. But, but he would shower, obviously. That's where that's where the his his live streaming, you know, entrepreneurship kind of started. After that he opened Just TV up to anyone who wants to live stream, then it shut down because it's not obviously a profitable idea. And then he's like, Why don't I do it for video games? And lo and behold, that was a good idea. Yeah. Well, that's it for the news. Um, there wasn't I guess there wasn't too much happening. I mean at least at le- other the, than Political stuff, yeah, which is always happening. I mean, there's always, there's always North Korea. <laughs> yeah, it's always happening. But uh, always yeah, Trump. there's Trump. Uh, but that's that's what it's. So, but for now, we're going to go straight into questions. Unless, did you guys have any news you guys wanted to add? Uh, I don't know if it was like the right time, but I need to plug the CSSU General Council position that we're opening up. Check right. on the Facebook page. Apply for that if you want to get more involved in events. Another thing we should mention is we're looking for more office ops. So, I don't know if Hater kind of wants to go into detail, the details of that, but basically you get card access to CSSU um, under contingency that you have to kind of help out with some events. We need sometimes to be volunteers, um, and as well as kind of manage the office. Usually that means kind of doing the, the register when, when, when no one else can. Yeah, um, like I think you've like nailed most of it. Like doing office office is mostly like making sure that the office is open because, you know, we want to have it, the place open as much as possible. So, I mean, if you're like the type of person who's like, hey, I hang around the CSSU quite often, uh, but I want card access and, you know, you already help out with the shop. You know, then, yeah, just honestly send me a Facebook message. A bunch of you have already have. Uh, I can like definitely get that, in, get that into the works yeah. to show you how it works, uh, how Square is used and everything else and the good old ice cream sandwiches. Uh, so, yeah, we are definitely looking for people because we want the place to be open as much as possible yeah actually i'll sign up for that okay got one person right here yeah well good so you'll be more on the (laughs) spend more time in the in the office exactly (laughs) uh okay so anything else 
Should we go straight? I think, I think we should go to the questions. Okay. So the topic for this show is uh, internships and a little bit of student politics, but mostly how to get an internship. So Sharon and Lisa, both of you did internships, I believe this summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my first question to you would be, what do you need to you know, get an internship? What type of skills? What, like, what exactly is the employer looking for? I wish I knew, but no, um, I guess I'm just like speaking from personal experience. There are probably better people that are more qualified for this question, but uh, we'll try our best. Yeah. So fun fact, me and Lisa had like the same internship this summer. So I feel like our, um, like views on this are really similar, but, um, in terms of, I guess, skills that most employers are looking for, I guess they're, they're really going to like grill you on algorithms for your interview for sure. Um, but to get that interview, um, I think you really need to put like all the languages that you know on your resume, even if you need to put down like basic JavaScript instead of like JavaScript on there or something. Yeah. Um, to add on to that, actually, um, algorithms is definitely the biggest thing for, for interviews. Because uh, that, that, like, something I think a lot of first years don't know is that in a lot of ways, uh, computer science interviews are almost like a, a test kind of. Sort of like if you're taking 165 or 263, uh, they're not they're not actually that different in a way than a than, than a test. I mean, they're they're sometimes usually a little bit easier, but it's kind of think of these algorithms and, and, and code them up. But one thing I've noticed uh, that a lot of people kind of tend to miss out on is uh, companies, at least small to middle sized companies, especially if they're tech oriented, tend to very much care about uh, their kind of company culture. So. Don't forget about people skills when you're trying to find a job. People want to know, you know, will they work well with you? Um, can they vibe off you, kind of? You know, do, do they have, do you have similar hobbies to people that work there? Um, and I think that's something that a lot of students kind of miss out on. If you're going to a larger company, usually it's fine. But if you're kind of looking for, for a startup or, you know, a company that just IPO'd recently, so some, something, you know, sub, sub a thousand employees, where there's like, you know, maybe 200 in every office, maybe even less. Uh, they probably do care to some extent about how you interact with uh, people, basically, in their company. So don't forget about that. I think that's a very big thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's not just, like, once you go in, it's not just an interviewer, an interviewee, because that person, they're thinking about, like, what it'd be like to work with you on your team. Uh, So they do want to see you, like, not just, you know, go in and code. They want to talk to you a little bit. Um, and also earlier you said, what was it that you said? Uh, you were, social skills. Al- algorithms. Company culture. Algorithms. Oh yeah, you said it was like a test. Um, yeah, it is like a test, exactly. Like you don't know what the question's gonna be and you're going in like kind of nervous and, um, but also like it's not like a test because you have to speak out loud, which yes. is so bizarre. No. Yeah, it's hard. You have to become this like strange version of yourself that's like, you know, like, you know, says everything that you do and think. And it's very bizarre. You have to practice that for sure. Yeah. Actually, uh, one, one thing that we, that I try to do with my friends specifically to, for that is, uh, we would just, we, we would meet up in person. We would pull up some questions and we would, and we would practice and like, if someone was doing wrong, we'd be like, you got to speak up. Like, what are you thinking right now? What are you thinking right now? Yeah. And it, it's annoying. It actually, I hate it. I know. It's weird. <laughs> it's like, Sucker. who am I? <laughs> Well, going back to Chris's point about like being like a good company fit and just being like a, a nice person, at like an interview that I had recently, um, the interviewer like came in and asked me about like the graphics club 
computer graphics club plug. <laughs> but um, yeah, like he asked me about it and like, you know, I was able to talk about it and it was like a nice conversation like you would have with someone you just met. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, he was like, oh, yeah, I was just asking because I actually have a master's in computer vision. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. So, like, I asked him about his thesis, and, like, I think he actually enjoyed talking about that. <laughs> yeah. Did you, like, ask him to join? Okay, <laughs> hey, walk across the street. Come on. Um, okay. I think we combined question one and two because question two was what kind of prep do you need for interviews? So you guys kind of brushed up on that as well. Yeah. I, want, I, will, yeah. I, will, I definitely think. I'm sure you guys will have stuff to add to for this, actually. One thing I do want to recommend is there's a book, Cracking the Coding Interview. Yeah. Yep. Um, that book got me my internship, to be honest. Really? Yeah. It's If you haven't gone through it, go through it. Get a, get a buddy or two uh, and go through the questions and practice them. Practice out loud with each other, explaining yeah. to each other. Practice out loud. And another thing is don't just reason about them, code it up. Because... So many people forget about that, and on interviews, it's not just explain the interview, the algorithm, it's show that you can implement this. Also invest in a whiteboard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or <laughs> um, use, use some of them at Bayhan. What mm. we would do is there's the laptop lounge, it's right beside room 2250 actually, and they just have a huge whiteboard, and I, and I almost never see people using them. Sometimes people write jokes on them. That's a really good, good resource if you want to practice, because it, it, it can kind of give off that... Um, actual interview vibe because it's you have a big whiteboard you can have, pull up a desk you can have someone standing up uh, yeah I, i'd recommend that okay so i want to go back just like uh talk a little bit more because uh my follow-up to that would be how do you get those skills so you know you talked about algorithms and your languages and well people skills how would you say how do you acquire those well, after doing well in like 165 or, um, or and 263 or yeah, 265. Two, two, 263 or yeah. 265. Yeah, it's, it's more so. I feel, like, I feel like if you take 265, you're probably fine. <laughs> you're <a> pro. <laughs> but uh, yeah, 263 and, and 373. Yeah, so like after that, I feel like you do have to like go through like cracking the coding interview for those type of questions because the ones that you see in interviews aren't exactly like the ones that you would see in class. Yeah. Like they're kind of, they put some twists on them. There's also yeah. there's also Leak Code. I think there's a couple other Leak websites. Code, Hacker Rank. Hacker Rank, yeah. They yeah. they literally have. Uh, you can actually like I think at least if you pay a couple bucks a month, sort by what com what questions for specific companies, like what interview questions they use, and a, a lot of those questions are actually like very similar things you might see on an interview. So I would say that for the social skills too, I I'd say you know invest invest in a hobby if there's something you like. Uh, for me, I kind of play competitive video games. And that's I, not a good hobby. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a good hobby. Social skills? It's, it's, it's not a good hobby, but why I want time is uh, it's literally the worst actually hobby. But regardless, <laughs> I, I play competitive video games, and I remember mentioning this to one of my interviewers. And they're like, oh, we all play this. We all play, uh, like, we all play Smash Bros. or whatever at the office. Like, you'll, you'll fit right in at this company. And like, they really, really like that. And I saw that um, they had a, like a foosball uh, not foosballs, ping, ping pong um, bar thing. I think it's a bar right across the street. So I figured probably everyone plays it there. So, I mean, I lied about this, but thank God they didn't follow up on it. I was just like, oh, I love ping pong. Like, it's something I really <laughs> care about. And they really liked that because they were just like, oh, like, we, all, we all play that. You know, we sometimes go after the bar. So, like, after you go to the bar after work and kind of just play. So they, they really liked that. So, like, okay, you clearly would fit in here. And that was something they cared about. 
I'm gonna remember that one. It's like uh, go around the company headquarters, be like, oh, there's like a badminton uh, court here. Yeah. They must play this after. Yeah, yeah. like completely like Lindan, my favorite badminton. Like literally. <laughs> okay. Uh, so did you get the job? I didn't, but in 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 my defense, they were looking for someone full time and not someone for four months, which they didn't tell me until after they said I passed the interview. Oh. So you got the job. Yeah, they said they said give 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 me give us a call after you graduate, but then you know, I I got a different job. So okay, no no no, hold on. You didn't. You got the job then. Sort of. Yeah. Okay. So get better. You said well. no. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you, it, was, it, yeah, no, it wasn't. Us. It wasn't said no. It's just like it was like you know. Do I want to drop out or you know? I I mean I don't obviously. I want to finish the thing, or Let's do I want to find a different internship? Fair enough. Okay. So my second question was going to be, what kind of prep do you need for interviews? But you guys already went through that, cracking the code. So uh, my third question would be, how do you get the interview? Like, what are the steps involved in landing, you know, like a shot at a company? Well, I think job fairs for like this time of the year are like super important because like a lot of the time when you're at a job fair, the companies are like waiting to hire you. Really, that's why they're there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, definitely like, you know, have your resume ready. And also sometimes they'll just ask you coding questions on the spot, like at the job fair. You know, it's a big one that they ask is always um, when you hit, when you type in Google.ca or some website and you press enter, explain as much detail, um, what are the steps that happen? That's a question that I hear that I see a lot at job at job fair. So if you're going to a job fair soon, know how to answer that question in detail. Can you repeat the question? I'm gonna go home and Google that. The, yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the, the question <laughs> is when you when you type in a, a URL in the browser and you hit enter, give me as many as much detail as possible. What are all the steps involved, you know, from between you and the server and the server's response back to you, like in, in as low level as you could go. Okay. Go hide it. Yeah. Hater, right? Yeah. Hater. <laughs> to, add, to add on to this question too, actually, um, your friends or acquaintances are your 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 biggest ally. I mean, other than I guess your own technical capabilities. See if any of your friends' companies are hiring. If you have if you have older siblings or parents, and you know they 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 have they have friends that work somewhere, ask if they're hiring. It doesn't hurt for a first job. Use nepotism. Yeah, use, use it. Yep, you it can get you. It gets you far in life if uh, given the right connections. And you know, don't, don't, don't not do that because of, of pride reasons. For example, you know, you should. It's it's something worth doing. Um, that's how I actually started. I first got uh, my internship for for the company I was working. A company called Okta. Um, I got it because I, I, I someone someone I, that at the company gave me a referral, and that someone was a was a friend of my brother's. What that's sick, yeah. yeah. How how did you girls like specifically? So job you said job fair show. Oh well, um, not for the one that I got for this past summer, but I'm just saying like in general. Or also, if a company comes in and they do like some sort of like event, like it's like Intel and whatever, um, in inside of the university, definitely go to those because they'll take resumes. Also, also hackathons. I think yeah. Uh, given past years at least, there was a, there was a company called Conrad Group. Uh, and they would they would sponsor hackathons. I think the reasoning was for, for for people who did well at the hackathon, they would talk to them like come by for an interview at our at our office. Don't skip out on those. Hackathons for a lot of reasons actually. It builds up your technical skills. You get the chance possibly to meet people. There's free pizza. Uh, and yeah, you might you might get an interview out of it. Uh, I will say that I got my 
my first, I guess, real job, yeah, which was at uh, RBC. I own, I got that because in high school I did co-op there. And then afterwards, two years later, I emailed them, my same manager. I'm like, there's no way this guy's gonna remember me. I emailed him, and I'll never forget. Three minutes later, he replied. He's like, okay, come back to my office. <laughs> That's so, awesome. I mean, like, uh, like he was always kind of fond of me, but I didn't know he would be like, wow, three minutes, says, uh, great, got me a job. I started working in downtown Toronto then. So, I know it's like, you know, it kind of sounds like, uh, you know, nepotism or my uncle works at the Bay, my uncle works here, but like, honestly, you should use those yeah. in your favor because uh, if you're <laughs> not, then uh, somebody else will. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, so... Go for it. Even if you feel like you don't know anybody, then that means you have to start networking. That's that's the only thing it means. Yeah. C- uh, CSSU is a good way to do that, actually. That was... Because, uh, you know, there's so many people in, in the in the student union. If you get to know people, that's that's how, actually, I, I did a lot of my networking. Because um, a, a lot of smart people tend to be a little bit more motivated something like, like student unions. Uh, it's a good place. It's a good place to, to find people who are actually... You know, trying, trying to, trying to push themselves and improve themselves. I should have brought this up earlier, but uh, there ne- on Thursday there is a welcome to the post. Yes. Next uh, Thursday. Yeah. Next Thursday, uh, it's happening in thirty two hundred. What's 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 the specific day actually? It's Thursday. I forgot the specific. I think that's October. It's the same thing we have Pancake Day. October fifth. October fifth. October fifth. I think at four p.m. No, two to four. Really? Two to four. Oh. Oh. Two to four p.m. We're gonna have. Uh, so ex people used to like run the CSSU, who are currently who did PY, who are currently working and yeah. so those are also great people if you wanted to ask or wanted information on where to go, to get uh, to like or advice on how to get them. So I should bring that up as well. Uh, I didn't mention this, but I wanted to ask. How important do you think GPA is, is in getting? It's a million dollar question. It's a million dollar question. We're all wondering. I mean, it is it is important for certain jobs. Like for sure, there are certain companies that will just like take your resume if it doesn't have your GPA on it. They'll ask you for it, and then they'll like you know <laughs> either fold up your resume or put it in the good pile. Yeah. But um. Yeah. I don't know. I think the majority of companies don't pay that much attention to it, unless if it's super stellar. I don't know. I've had companies ask me for my transcripts. Um, and I think that it definitely opens doors if you have a good GPA. It won't like ruin you if your GPA isn't good, um, because you know you can always like you have connections. There's always opportunities. Um, but for the first job, absolutely, I think it does make an impact. So. Yeah, I think that that's those those are two kind of just your back and forth key points. The answer is it depends. Depends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good. It depends. Good GPA is never a bad thing. Um, don't hate yourself if you don't have a great GPA. Um, it's not the end of the world. And it literally won't matter by the time you're 25, to, you know, 26 years old, you're trying to find your second, third job, you'll be fine. No, no one except for the first company is ever going to ask for your GPA. Yeah. That said though, do try in like 236 and 263, like we said earlier, like yeah, those are, uh, those are big ones. It's, it's like, it's learning the foundation. It's like trying to take a math course you know, in high school and you never learned addition. It's like, you got to start, you got to start from your basics and kind of build up from there. Okay. Uh, so we're going to go into a fourth question. So what are like, what were some of like the misconceptions that you had, like going into these internships and, uh, 
How were they proven like false? Well, uh, I thought that we would have a lot of responsibility and be like working on scrum teams like every single day, like doing intense code reviews. And like, I thought there would be like much higher expectations on more us. Structure. <laughs> yeah, more structure. Yeah, more structure also. Um, yeah, do you want to like talk more of that? Uh, you know, yeah, basically there wasn't much order in our internship in particular, but you've had an internship, like, can you, like... Yeah, it's funny, because, and this is, this is what I find so funny about CS internships, is companies can differ so much, because yeah. mm-hmm. my experience was, was, like, felt the exact opposite. There was a lot of structure, uh, at my company, one thing they really wanted to push, which was awesome, was they wanted every intern to have a full project that they could complete from start to finish, kind of, so that so you could feel accomplished in some way. Uh, the code review was fully there. You know, scrum scrum team scrum meetings were every day. Um, it it felt very complete in many ways, but I know for for other companies, kind of the internship is uh, you're you're sometimes doing the the unfun work sometimes, which is inevitable. Someone needs to do that, um, and it's a good way to learn. So that, that's another thing. It's kind of like with GPA. Uh, with kind of the way companies work is sometimes it's hard to, to answer these questions. And I think this is what a lot of people who end up asking these questions kind of maybe don't consider is it really, it depends on the company. Um, cause you, cause they can be so, they can be so diverse in terms of their expectations. Yeah. And it's not just big or small companies, but um, also it varies <laughs> like from team to team within a big company as well. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. basically the answer That's, is that it varies. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, but I, but I think yeah. I think those are two to the spectrums though sides of the spectrum. Um, sometimes people expect that they're gonna have this this, this huge, uh, like you said, this huge responsibility, and it's it's not it's not at all what you expect. And sometimes people think it's just gonna be a breeze, and sometimes you have all this this, this pressure, and you think you can't make it. Um, so I just say make sure make sure you manage your expectations. Realize that there's two sides to it. Uh, it could be kind of almost full blown development work. Or it could be, they, they, they're like, you know, they're kind of almost babying me a little bit. It could be one or the other, realize that and, you know, manage your expectations. If you know people that work at the company, ask them what it's like. So you kind of know what kind of feel to get. But in saying that, and you guys brought that up, that's a good point, is uh, take into consideration that you probably won't be working on the same team as your friends. And a different team can almost be like a different company in terms yeah, of how they, sure. they Absolutely. work. Yeah, yeah. my friend... Oh. Oh, no, yeah, okay, my friend Shweta, she worked at Microsoft this summer, and she said that her manager was, like, she was lucky. She got a good manager, and they were, like, a family. They went out. They had a coffee Fridays, like, every Friday. Yeah. And then the other, like, teams, they didn't even talk to each other that much. It totally depends. Also, going off that, like, once you actually, like, get into your internship, don't be afraid to, like, ask people other than, like, your assigned mentor or manager. Because, like, generally, people all around you are all super nice. <laughs> they won't yes. judge you for not knowing something. Mm-hmm. Yes. Actually, they're, yeah. like, more happy that you're asking rather than, like, deleting half a database by accident, right? Yeah, the, the, it's true. The worst, the, worst thing, <laughs> totally. the worst thing a person can do is when someone tries to give you work and you're like, I can do this, and then you can't do it, and then you don't do it. Yeah. People would rather you know that, yeah, people would rather train you then, then be like, it. what do I do with this exactly. person? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't be prideful. Don't, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. don't have yes. an ego. Yeah. That's yes. I, think, I think it's a good life advice in general. <laughs> yeah. Right? Just, uh, the, so. the, way, the way I try to treat employment is I, you, I try to find a place where I can be the stupidest person in the room. 
because that's how you grow the most. And uh, by I acting mean, stupid. Not by acting. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. Not by acting stupid. But if everyone's smarter than you, then there's only one way you can go. It's up. Yeah, fair enough. No, I know, I know what you mean. Uh, just pulling your leg there, but I feel you. Um, <laughs> did anyone else want to add? Otherwise, we're gonna go for a change of pace. Yes. Ooh. Okay. okay. So uh, <laughs> let's do that. So now we're gonna we're gonna switch from work to uh, back to students, specifically uh, student politics and uh, extracurriculars. Let yeah. me let me take this question. Okay. So I, this is this is my my fifth year of school. And every couple year or two, uh, you, you overhear something big uh, in the UTSU. And when my friends and I discuss it, uh, something we, we can never get around is we have this burning question, and it's why, sh- why should I care? You know, how, does, how does this affect me? Because I find a lot, of, a lot of stuff that happens in student politics, uh, you, you can sometimes feel the residual effects of. But I feel the average student uh, doesn't realize what kind of impact it's having on their student life. And I was wondering, uh, the golden question here is, uh, why, should, why should the average student uh, care about student politics and what's happening in student politics? Well, a lot of the times, like, for the UTSU, you pay uh, quite a significant amount every year. And some, you know, you might not care, uh, but some people, you know, they, they want to know where that money's going yeah. and they want to take that into their hands. But it's if you don't, it's fine too. Like I get that school gets really busy, um, but yeah, it's just you don't have to do too much. Even just like following the varsity on Facebook and reading an article, like even reading the headlines every so often, or hearing it in a podcast, or tune into <laughs> Hyder and Chris's way. <laughs> the best way, yes, the condensed um, version. <laughs> yeah, I think just keeping up, like no matter what organization you're part of. Even if it's, you know, like we're a part of Toronto, keeping up a little bit with Toronto and with Canada, like it's always good to stay relatively a little informed. Yeah. Because why not? I guess that's, I don't know, do you have any opinions? I mean, it's just like it makes your university experience more enjoyable. Honestly, like you feel like you're actually like doing something here and not just schoolwork and being sad, you know? (laughs) Yeah, at least being part of the CSSU, it's, it's nice to feel, to feel involved. Yeah, yeah, you're part of something, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like you meet exactly. people that like you see on a regular basis because you're bo- like you're all doing this sort of stuff. So like you know, you're closer friends with them, really. Yeah, I guess I guess you get what you put in, basically. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I actually like met up with like a friend who graduated recently, and uh, it was very interesting talking to him because uh, he talked about how hard it was about meeting new people. Yeah. And like outside of school. Yeah, outside of school, oh, right? Because yeah. like yeah. you graduated, because like you don't. I think you kind of uh, take for granted how many people you meet. Like every time, you know, you go to a different class, tutorial, you're just going to bump into somebody new. You don't know how or when or why. But you just start. Once, once you start, like, working, I yeah. think you, that, that number, unless you're like a social butterfly. Yeah, you, once you're in a company, your, your social aspects are, are limited until, unless you go out of your way, you know. Especially universities, the one time in your life where you don't have to go out of your way to meet people. Like, yeah. they're just everywhere around you. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, like, ba- yeah, exactly, like, as you said, but then from there you want to, like, you want to say, like, do I want to make more meaningful relationships? And I have to say that, like, like, personally speaking, like, I have, like, I've made, like, a lot of, I've made a lot more, like, friends from, uh, you know, like, hanging out at the CSSU, even being yeah. more involved, like, 
How did you get involved with the CSSU? So, see, see the good question. Uh, so, my friend from Vic, because I used to live on Vic, uh, yeah. he was my like uh, floor mate. We became really good friends. I actually met Chris through him. His name's you know Jacob Bryanston. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he's a legend in CS. He's a legend, CS legend. Um, so he he said you know like what are you doing? I'm like nothing. He's like you want to come by like the computer science student union. I'm like why would I want to do that? I'm like sure why not. <laughs> Came by, walked in, and uh, started talking to a lot of people there. Yeah. And from there, you know, like, I, mean, I kind of knew Chris before that, but I didn't, like, I would never yeah, think we, about hosting a podcast with, like... Oh, yeah, no yeah, chance. No chance. But, like, from there, you know, again, like, we became good buds uh, yeah. from, like, a lot of other people, like, some who were graduated, some who were still around, uh, you know, to just kind of got involved. And from, like, I can see... You know, even after I graduate and, you know, I'm, like, around town, like, you know, what do I want to do? I, like, shoot them a message, be like, hey, do you guys want to go for food? Actually, two weeks ago, we did. We all went to, uh, we went to Kanji Queen, which is in that, like, I guess that's, like, our thing. It's, a, like, a different thing, but, like, we yeah. went out for food. Uh, so it was, uh, it's fun. You And the thing is that I know that once I'm working, once you're, like, doing a nine-to-five job, you're just not going to have that time. Exactly, yeah. So... So, and, and even even if you do, you're not gonna have time to, to meet people who you'd want to do that with. I mean, unless you get lucky at work, obviously. If you're working at Facebook and everybody has to send you a Facebook invite. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, that's why I. That's how I got involved. But the the, the I guess like. Why I got more involved is because I started caring, right? Like when you're starting hanging out the CSSU, like, it was like, uh, what do we usually do? And somebody's like, we do a games night. We haven't had one yet. And I'm like, I I actually set up. I was set up first last year's first games night, and which to be fair wasn't didn't turn out too hot, but uh, it went better than expected at least for me. First and it's only a couple last year. First and almost almost only I think. Almost only I think there were two, but I think, uh, I think we had more games night already than that. Yeah, <laughs> but but that's what I say. Like that's why I got involved because like I started to care, and I'm like happy, uh, you know that I that I did. Yep. We're sure. happy you did too, Hater. Thank you. <laughs> but also, like another thing is that like the people who tend to be involved are the people who like tend to have their lives together, and that kind of rubs off on you. So yes. that's another bonus. Really? Because I, I do mean, not have my life together. I know. It's it. <laughs> <laughs> you too. No. I, I feel like I feel like you've put more of an effort in yourself since joining this. That is, and I will say that is because I saw you see some people inside the CSU. I'm like, wow, this guy does everything well. Yeah, I know no, there's more like two characters that, who come strictly in the mind. No, that, that's name, why no? I remember, you know, two years ago I was at, I, I I did have an internship, but it was, you know, it wasn't going anywhere. It was poorly managed. I wasn't doing anything relevant to my field. It was a programming job, sort of, but they never gave me work, and I, I, I didn't care. But I remember when I joined the CSSU and you saw, I saw so many people smart. I'm like, I wanna, I wanna strive for that. I wanna, I wanna better myself to match my peers. Once, when, if you're surrounded by smart people, you're just going to want to try to your best to, to match them. Which is why totally. CSSU is full of smart people. You should go yeah. by. Um, <laughs> but no, I guess, yeah, that's solid. Yeah. Last question is, uh, how do you get involved with uh, student politics and uh, extracurriculars? Well, uh, student politics, I guess. Lisa's probably going to talk more on that, so I'll say that for her. So how do you become for, a CS rep? Oh, yeah. But, like, for extracurriculars, you could, um, honestly, you can start a club. Like, I started the Computer Graphics Club last year, 
And like that's definitely an option that people don't real like realize that they have. A lot of time people think like they have to find a club that they actually enjoy going to. I mean, dude, you can start one. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah. We'll we'll always have your back. I want to mention like uh earlier Chris brought up about how if you uh for office ops. That's one way you can get involved. Like yeah. uh at, especially like with the CSSU. But uh like and, and you get, you know, twenty four seven card access to a room. To Microwave. a room. Yeah, you're you're yeah. studying late night, now you don't 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 have a room, you need some like energy drinks in you, you know where to pop by. Yeah, which is why I that's that's I think one of the main reasons I actually wanted to join CSSU last year. So it's like awesome. Well, like, honest. Yeah, you uh, it's a nice place to study. And uh, yeah. you just you just accidentally start meeting people the longer you stay around. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I think like just hanging out and uh going to different events especially the meetings especially during the beginning of the year once october hits it's you know we you have midterms once october comes clubs kind of sorry clubs kind of slow down right that's what mm-hmm. you know generally speaking but then they pick up there's like a wave you have to ride yeah so you know you want to try to get in quick uh and but like it's the saying better late than never is like i don't think is more like relevant than to like this you can always especially like at least for us but i know many other clubs if you just send a message like hey how do i join how do i do this i want to do this you can just show up yeah and do it people so, are always i mean most clubs at least are always looking for new members exactly um yeah yeah most clubs don't build off of previous meetings so like don't be afraid to just walk in in the middle of like february and try yeah. to join a club exactly lisa student politics student politics well i got involved because of jake jake reinerston um, it was kind of. Do you guys know, know about that or? No, I don't. No, I guess okay. it's something he didn't That's what tell I mean. us. He's he's a legend. <laughs> he's a legend. He's still, <laughs> still still today influencing the student life for the average two A student. Oh yeah, yes. Great guy. Yeah. Uh yeah, so he just approached me. He because I uh, organized an event for the CSSU like games night, and he was like, "You wait just... last year." Yeah. So you invite you made the second one. The yeah yeah. Damn, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah, me neither. Were you guys <laughs> around? I don't know. I yeah I didn't. I didn't, sh- I didn't. I wasn't there for the second one. Okay, yeah. Well, anyways, he was like, "You seem keen, and I need a, a somebody for demand better," which was the the slate that I ran on. So I was like, "Okay," so it was kind of like I stumbled into it. But um, in general, I think like student politics is like there's a. Min- it's a minority of students that care about politics. So if you want to be a part of it, just, you know, reach out and just join. Like, it's the same thing with clubs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I'm actually more, like, I'm, like, pretty shook right now. I didn't realize you were the one. Yeah, I was watching you the whole time. You're just like... I'm like, no. I was like, I was wondering, I was wondering I'm like, who's the person? Because we, I more or less knew everybody from CSS. Yeah, I never year. knew who ran Games Night. I'm like, no, I was like, we, like, we ran second games then. I'm like, I know there was two. Yeah. Like, we ran the second one. They're like, I don't know, somebody. Like, somebody. Like, no, like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. damn it. I'm pretty sure Jake mentioned it to me, but I just forgot. Yeah, probably. It's all good. But, uh, okay. Well, I'd like to uh, thank everyone for listening. Yeah. Thanks, then, Hyder. Th- oh, yeah, thank Sorry. you. Hater. Thank you. You know, Hyder, Hater, at this point, Lisa, it's fine. You answered it <laughs> both. Yeah, it's about uh, okay. So like, I mean, I guess I, I should mention this. So my name is actually pronounced Heather. Wow. Which is very similar to Heather. 
which yeah. is a girl's name. So when, when and I, that was bothered me when I was a child, when I first immigrated here, it bothered me. I'm like, I don't know how to, people, and the one day people like, some teacher with my name was like, Hater. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's my name from now on. I found it. Um, but, um, but yeah, uh, thank you very much for listening. And uh, we'll see you in two weeks.